It's Wednesday, June 9th, 2021. Coming up on the program today, Meat Skelton has bitch tits due to his low testosterone and high estrogen levels. Plus, one man's powerful speech on poop morality and turd art. And one more reason to denounce your own homosexuality. Dogs will stop barking at you. Distorted View Daily proudly presents an elderly man recounting his many sexual conquests. I've had quite a number of sexual partners. And the most dramatic one was a woman that I took through 56, that's five, six consecutive orgasms and I did not use hypnosis at all. Another lady uh, was not a girlfriend. Uh, She just wanted to get fixed. And uh, I went to bed with her a couple of times and it was a lot of work to get an orgasm out of her. So when we got to the motel, I told the other women to stay out of the room. And I went to bed with her, and she just had repeated orgasms, time after time, good orgasms. It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Hansen. (laughs) I told her I was uh, into animals, sort of. The vagina is full of AIDS. The guy, he's in the dirty underwear or something. I don't know. He's sniffing. Tim back here with you for the Wednesday show. Got a great program for you today. At the top, I've got a U-Tard update for you. Many years ago, we featured a man who legally changed his name to something very offensive towards black people. Like the worst thing you could call a black person. And then as a prefix, he added super. Obviously, this man is white because of course he is. Obviously, there's something wrong with him mentally. Also, I feel like there's something wrong with the state of Washington, who allowed this nut job to legally change his name. Nigga lover. Yeah, well, not lover. Not It's not David Super and word lover. Although, he does say he loves black people. Nigga lover, the movie they tried to stop. See, it's okay that I play that clip because it's a, it's a movie. It's a black movie. It's a black exploitation movie trailer. Trying to thread this needle very carefully today. By the way, again, hello to all of my new listeners checking out Distorted View Daily, clicking on through the uh, advertisement in Overcast. I really know how to ease new listeners into the show. Anyway, David's whole thing is he's trying to reclaim the N-word, make it a good thing instead of a negative thing. His heart's in the right place. Unfortunately, he's an idiot. Yeah, he's got a a lot of theories and a lot of ideas about the N-word, how we can change the N-word and its meaning. We can turn it into adjectives and adverbs. Like if someone asks you how your day's going, you can say it's going niggerly. And, you know, we've changed the meaning so that that word means pleasant. I'm having a pleasant day. Of course, you could just say pleasant day and just avoid saying the N-word altogether, which... Let's be honest, that's the safer route to go. But David here is a trailblazer. Before I give you an update, let's hear uh, from David a few years ago. Um, then I will give you this offer of greatness. If you can join me amongst the name freedom, you know, aficionados, the successfuls at name freedom, and you get the name Mr. Faggot... I was already given that name in high school, so this works out great. 
oh, thank God he's going on about the F word now. That I can say without worrying about people getting upset. I'm I'm a I'm a gay man. I can say faggot. New listeners, you can't get mad at me. You know how many dicks I've had to suck over the years to get the right, the privilege to say that word or tell you I'm having a faggotly good day? That could be a very versatile word. Like, if someone says something stupid and you sarcastically agree with them, you can say you faggingly agree. You know how gays are sassy. I think this crop top looks good on me, don't you? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I faggingly agreed with her. Now, uh, a lot of David's videos have been pulled or banned on YouTube. I don't know why. But again, just like the N-word, he's trying to make uh, the word faggot mean something nice so it's not a slur when people say it. And you get the name Mr. Faggot, and I highly recommend a middle name of Supernigger. And we're back to that. Yes, it's, it's highly recommended, so there's no chance of you not getting canceled. Um... Then I will join you, and we will write a book called Nigger Faggot, and it will be a bestseller. There's there's obviously some mental illness going on here, right? And it will allow us to launch a career, niggering words, but also a career where we have incredible power as renaissance men of the information age. We think highly of ourselves, don't we, David? By the way, his real name is David Hughes. And I say real name because I think he legally changed it back recently, or the state of Washington made him. Vlad in the Discord uh, provided a link to his new YouTube channel. He's only got 98 subscribers right now, and thankfully he's he's given up the, the N-word. But he's still obsessed with words and changing the meaning. Let's get our take-home on and draw some poopy shit. My shit is so poop i'm gonna get my turn on let's get some jankum on and draw a poopy bit um i guess i should explain what's going on here david is drawing on his wall like the wall of his apartment in crayon something you might find your toddler doing in addition to poop, he's saying the word Jenkum over and over again. And if you're not familiar with Jenkum, well, you weren't online in 2007. It's called Jenkum. Basically, it's a concoction of solid human waste and urine mixed together to get high. Now, the memo that's circulating the Internet has the nasty details of how the human waste is turned into a gas and then huffed or breathed in. Yeah, some sheriff's office produced a warning memo in Florida, but... Uh, As of 2021, like what, 16 years after this memo was released, there's I don't think there's been any incidents of children being found high on shit fumes. I think I'll stick with weed and model airplane glue. Thank you. I found some more videos from David. And uh, whereas several years ago, he was talking pretty much exclusively about the N word and using the N word a lot. Now it's uh, it's all about poop. A lot of videos about poop and something called poopocracy. Let's talk about what morality really means. From a moral perspective, every time that you poop, too late to throw it at a war criminal. After your opportunity passed, you are constipated. And from a moral perspective, each time you poop, before you have the infrastructure... Look at this guy just regurgitating everything he read in a high school civics book. Try to think for yourself for once. Structure in place. And you can't throw that poop. 
at a leader of a nation that's bombing innocent civilians or that keeps people locked up in solitary and tortures them. It's important to note that this guy is not doing anything for the views or for clout. This particular video has 14 views. 14 too many. But I think this really goes to show you that... Um, you know, I, he, I don't think <laughs> I don't know. How to, I don't know what to say about this guy. I, I don't think he's racist, even though he had the N word in his last name. I think he just gets obsessed with titillating words, right? The N word, the faggot word, feces, poop. He's basically like a child. He likes funny words or words that'll shock people. So that's a little uh, David Hughes. Let's just call him David. Hughes. A David Hughes update. He's still around, he's cut it out with the N-word, and he's moved on to poop. Speaking of shitty YouTubers, I've got a Mead Skeleton update for you. Mead is in goal-setting mode, which when you're trying to achieve a goal, this is the easiest part. Just like saying what you want to happen. That's really where it ends for Mead most of the time. I plan on losing 50 pounds this year, and that's the last we ever hear of it. Anyway, I wasn't even going to play this video, but there are just so many little parts where I'm like, what, what, why is he saying this? He, he talks so strange. When life throws its projectile vomit on me, I just roll with it, you know? Very specific, you know, projectile vomits on him. All right, uh, and then there's this. He's talking about how God has a plan. Here you are, you know, just remember that God has a plan for your, li- for your life. The other day I was very depressed and feeling very down about things, and I said to myself, brave knight. That's what I call myself, brave knight. I did not know this. I am constantly learning new stuff about Mead. You see why I love Mead? He gives himself little pep talks and nicknames for himself. I dub myself the... Brave Knight. Other nicknames he calls himself the Righteous Racist, the Noble Virgin Warrior, Han Solo Bader, the Night Stalker, the Zodiac Killer, etc., etc. My fucking God, Mead. And, and, uh, you know, greens, a lot of leafy green spinach. Oh, yeah, so he wants to lose weight. That's that's his first goal, and he's telling us what he's going to eat. A lot of leafy greens. Green spinach is loaded. Uh, Spinach helps you with your testosterone levels, which I think mine are pretty low. It's a little self-owned there, I guess. I wonder how Mead knows this. Is it the gynecomastia? Gotta be the gynecomastia. Either that, maybe he has a problem getting it up. I forgot to ask Mead if he has impotency issues when I interviewed him. I apologize for that oversight, but in my defense, I was left stunned by some of Mead's other revelations. I was almost uh, raped by a succubus or an incubus. I'm not sure what that is. He doesn't know what it is, but it raped him almost. Mead continues to talk about his diet plan. I'm working on that. And I think that a lot of things go with that, like my, you know, my hormonal levels uh, are a little bit out of whack. Uh, but, you know, when I was a teenager in the 1990s, they told everyone to drink bottled water because it was healthier for you. We know that bottled water is infused with estrogen and it was a ploy to get to turn men into women. And yeah, We all know that. Come on. Why even bother mentioning it? 
waste your breath on that common knowledge bullshit. And it was a ploy to get to turn men into women and cause the transgender uh, stuff that we see going on. Let's not get started on what that water did to the frogs. I don't like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the freaking frogs gay. Do you understand that? Turn the freaking frogs gay. Serious crap. Gay. Frogs, freaking frogs. It's not funny. I'm going to say it real slow for you. Gay. Frogs. I'm sorry if I keep rewinding this, but it's very important you understand, you hear what Mead says next. Ploy to get to turn men into women and cause the transgender uh, stuff that we see going on today. <laughs> well, at one point, I was two steps away from from uh, from from that, and I just think I need what. What is Mead saying here? Was he questioning his sexuality? Was he questioning his gender? At some point, did Mead think maybe he was a, a, a woman? Because <laughs> that's what it sounds like to me. I need to reverse that. I need to reverse that. I just hope that I'm not sterile at this point. But I just think... <laughs> one one good hope. Mead ends his video with a plea for subscribers. He's got 539 on YouTube, and that is not enough. Uh, oh, what's that child molester's name? <laughs> Even a child molester gets more subscribers than I do. What justice is that? Woe is me, I declare. We need to take back America, make America great again, and make YouTube great again. Vote me for president of YouTube move on and feature some more problematic people. Remember that extreme right-wing douchebag Milo Minoyanabamamopoulos? He's always had a complicated relationship with right-wing media because he was a he was a very flamboyant homosexual in addition to being a very outspoken conservative. Uh so now that he's sort of been banned from all social media networks, you know, he's been deplatformed. You, you, you haven't really seen much of Milo in the past year or two. It was revealed that uh, Milo says he's now not gay. And wouldn't you know it, right after this revelation, he started popping up on uh, right-wing and Christian sites and, and broadcasting. Uh, as a matter of fact, his most recent appearance was on True News, something we just talked about yesterday. True News is Rick Wiles' media empire. Rick Wiles, of course, is a televangelist, and Rick recently said that he will never get the COVID vaccine. He knows that uh, the vaccine is going to kill off everyone who uh, who has got the shot. It's going to be some uh, massive genocide, and that's okay because the people who got vaccinated are stupid, and it's the stupid people who are going to die off, and he's a-okay with that. You know how Christians talk. Such a peaceful, loving man. On yesterday's podcast, uh, we talked about how uh, shortly after, <laughs> it's like a month ago, he he said that shit about the vaccine, and uh, now he uh, he got COVID nineteen and he had to be hospitalized and he needed oxygen, and we all laughed at that fucking idiot. Back to Milo. Milo recently appeared on True News, and uh, he had some stuff to share himself. When I made my announcement, the first thing that happened, which the, the announcement being that he is straight now. No longer gay. When I made my announcement, the first thing that happened, which will make you laugh, but it's true, is dogs stopped barking at me. I am one of those people. You know, everyone's got that friend that dogs always go nuts around. You're familiar with this, right? You've got pets? 
Yes. Yeah. Right. There's always somebody that no, dogs. My, my dog doesn't bark at you. That's I, I keep my dog in the. But yeah. dog... really just calling Milo a liar there. He barked at you, but that's okay. okay. Uh, he like he barks. Well, he barks sound, at people. You must have some work left to do. Um, but he didn't bark at Milo. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> but but I was always one of those. I know this sounds so stupid, but. This is just how I think that God reveals himself to us, right? This is this is just my experience of it. I was somebody... I'm sorry. He's still talking with his hands like a fairy. It's something I do. I, I can spot it a mile away. Gay people love to talk with their hands. Of it. I was somebody who... They're flying in, around the screen here. Invariably, without exception, always used to make dogs go crazy. So we have a friend who's a political candidate down here, right? And her campaign manager has two of these little yappy dogs. And they would not stop. I couldn't be in her house for more than 20 minutes because it would drive everybody crazy. See how awful it is to be gay? Dogs bark at you. Um, even growing up, we had Alsatians, we had Black Labradors. Repent! Um, they just didn't like me at all. But dogs don't bark at me anymore, and it happened almost overnight. Now they seem to quite like me. and it sounds They can't smell asshole on your face anymore. You know dogs love that, right? The man looks gayer than ever, by the way. Got his blonde dyed hair, frosted tips or whatever. He's wearing like a maroon suit. You might be fooling the dogs, but you ain't fooling me. So that's what Milo has been up to. Moving on. I've got an interesting neighbor dispute to share with you. The cameraman is supposed to be the good guy here. He apparently is one of these dudes who's always just like looking out, looking out for trouble. He's on patrol on the street. He noticed that there is a shirtless man, uh, probably homeless, hosing himself down in the front yard of a house uh, down the street. Did this homeless, is this man even homeless? We don't know. He kind of looks homeless. Did he get permission from uh, whoever lives at this house to hose himself off? Maybe. Maybe he is friends with the people that live there. I, I don't know. Our cameraman here is going to investigate. I'm sorry. Huh? Do I need something? Yeah, do you need something? Yeah, the homeless guy, we'll just call him the shirtless guy. The shirtless guy is like, why are you filming me? Do you need help, you weirdo? No, I'm, I don't need anything at all, sir. My father sent me here. Dude. He is bidding. Wow. Either you believe that or you don't. Dude. You, you would understand that God sent me here for a reason. Here's what I understand. Okay, well, now the, now the shirtless guy is sounding full-on cuckoo crazy bananas. And you're acting violently. You're trespassing. No, you know what? I'm not trespassing. You're acting psychotically know, out here. This is, this I know is, the owner. I come here to drink water. All right. If you got permission by the owners, that's my bad. I apologize, sir. I apologize if you have commission, permission, sir. I'm entrusted with the safety of the people who live here. I'm only here to protect them, sir. On one hand, we have the shirtless guy saying, God sent me here. That screams crazy. On the other hand, I can't help but hate the cameraman who says stupid shit like, I've been entrusted with the safety of the people on my street. I'm here to protect them. You get the feeling he is a gun nut and he's just itching to, to, to play with one, right? To shoot someone. He's looking for an excuse to whip one out. 
Hey, cameraman, uh, if you are packing, could you please just shoot that dog? Every living thing in this video, I hate with a passion. So, you know, the homeless guy, I don't know. He found like the sprinkler, like those little plastic sprinkler things. So like he kind of knows these people or at least what they have in their shed and stuff. He's using their hose, hosing himself off, drinking. The cameraman, though, won't let up. Your story is dubious. You're on notice for trespassing, and you would be well advised never to return. Do you understand? I've never seen you before. I never want to see you again. Real simple. Okay? Real simple stuff. Real simple stuff. I'm not asking questions. You're acting psychotically. You're on notice for trespassing. You're on notice for trespassing. But, and you're on notice for trespassing, sir. So the cameraman is doing a lot of talking, right? He's the one, he's working himself up more than anything. But the homeless guy's just sort of you can't even understand what he's saying. I've never seen you in four years. All right. Well, you're trespassing, and you need to go, and you need to never come back, sir. You understand? And you're not telling me anything. I live here, not you. You understand? I live here, not you. I own property, not you. I have rights here, not you. All right. As long as you understand who's welcome and who's not, you're not welcome here, sir. It's private property. I think the shirtless man is saying something about condoning child molestation. I don't know why. Also, the homeless man sounds like a midget. You condone. Child molestation. Good job. Child molestation. Great. This really upsets the cameraman. That's that is criminal, sadistic intent to defame and fuck you, fuck you, you lying sack of shit. Fuck you, you criminal, sadistic, you criminally, sedexually, sadistic. That's a sexual. That's a sexual disorder. That's a paraphilia. Now, the guy who uploaded this is the cameraman, and he really has an obsession with using the word sadistic over and over and over again. Like many people in the comments said, wow, the homeless man may be mentally ill or just weird, but you're even nuttier. The cameraman replies to a lot of YouTube comments, and it's always like screaming at people that they're being defamatory. Someone said, you're so weird, it's actually crazy how much more reasonable the homeless man was than you. And the cameraman replied, thank you for your engagement. Your interest is appreciated. If you want more sexually sadistic porn, let me know. It sounds like you're getting the hook. The cameraman sounds obsessed with sex crime, says another comment. The cameraman replies with expertly conceived sadistic insinuation. Many people are confused about the facts of sexual paraphilias. Another comment says, the guy with the camera is the psychopath, right? And then the cameraman replies, eight thumbs up. You've got a knack for sadistic comedy. The cameraman also says, show me proof you've never exhibited sadism. Also, what is a sadist to you? I'm calling out behaviors, not people. Replies to similar comments are like, look up sexual sadism. That's what you're exhibiting. I think he just learned the word sadism and he feels it makes him sound real smart. So he's overusing it. Sexual disorder. That's a paraphilia. You're a criminal sexual sadist, sir. You're a violent criminal. The violent crime of standing under a sprinkler. 
likes to exact pain on people for pleasure. You like hurting people for pleasure. You're called a criminal sexual sadist. You're into doling out pain for pleasure. That's who you are. You think you're better than everybody else in the world, and you get to make the rules. Why are you acting so high and mighty, homeless man? To destroy civil society without regard to the law. You think you... He looks like a 1920s hobo, by the way. He's got, like, that pole... With a blanket tied up, but has all his belongings in it. Oh, you know what everybody I mean? and everything. Get out of here. You don't live here. Get out of here right now. Never return. Right now, I live here. Get the fuck out of here. You're not welcome to come back. Get the fuck out of here, you criminal sexual sadist. You behave like that, you get called out, you sexual sadist. Don't you dare call me a pedophile. I was a victim. I was a victim of a pedophile. Okay? Don't you call me. that's why he's so sensitive. Be a pedophile, bitch. You fucking sexual sadist. Get out of here and don't you hurt anybody in my neighborhood. Don't you hurt anybody in my neighborhood, you lying sack of shit. Get out of here. Right now, get out of here. See, this is exactly why we need neighborhood watch groups protecting our streets. Hey, real quick, before we get into the news, I have got a Linda Finkel Hall of Fame nominee. This one is so bad that I was sure it it was posted as a joke. It was intentionally bad. But as far as I can tell, this is legit. I do have some backstory to track down the origins, at least. Uh, So someone uh, was working as one of two music directors at a college radio station back in 2011. Uh, He says, at the time, we only accepted physical music because we uh, did not yet have a streamlined way of taking in digital submissions. This song came to us. It was sent uh, on a Sharpied CDR in a plain jewel case with a note card with two track titles and the phone number for the artist. They talked to the artist on the phone, had him send some more music. Apparently, this is the only song that has been digitized and posted on YouTube. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Mo L. Summers in his song, Oscar. This one for all my beautiful women around the world. All my Holly Berries to Roger B. Henson's and Monique's and Jennifer Hudson's and Whoopi Goldberg's. The Whoopi Goldberg thing threw me for a loop. I'm still not convinced this is a real song. I've been watching you from afar. You really stole my heart. When you stare up dog that car, you look like a true star. See, I've been watching you from afar. You really stole my heart. When you stare up dog that car, you look like a true star. worst part of the song is the vocals which i know is very important but like production wise it seems like there was some effort put into it you know the reason why i don't think this is a fake song aside from it sounding bad and including Whoopi goldberg in a list of hot women there's no other like funny lyrics yeah i mean it's it's bad but I don't know. I think if if he was really going for like a funny song, he would have included more stuff, you know? So no, they could let her get away. I had to call a quick play. 
charging. Try to get them digits and try to get with it and kick it a minute. You're so special. I find your cracker, girl, your pals never sparkle. I love how he goes for those high notes. He never reaches them, but he, he goes for them. <laughs> <laughs> the, ah, ah, it's probably my favorite. This song is one of the longer Linda Finkel Hall of Fame nominees we featured, clocking in at over five minutes. It's like five minutes, 22 seconds. It's quite the opus. Well, that part's not too bad when he's like rapping or whatever. Right? I want to get back to those high notes. Oh, I wish we could just isolate the track of the noises like Sorry, that's Mo L. Summers Oscar. Search for it on YouTube. I'll provide a link on the show notes if you want to hear the whole thing. And with that, let's get into the crazy bizarre twist. Right now. Distorted View Daily, please consider signing up and becoming a member of the Sideshow. Yes, step right on up to the Sideshow, DV's member site, where you gain full access to the entire archive of programs. I've been at this daily show since December 2004. You do the math. There are thousands of past programs in the archives. More importantly, every week we do exclusive shows just for paying members. We did one on Tuesday. I got another Sideshow exclusive program coming up tomorrow. It's a great time to sign up. Oh, yesterday we featured a, a new Lil Marky song. It was really more than a song. It was an audio adventure, and it was really dumb. I recap Lil Marky's adventure in Sugartown. You remember Lil Marky, right? It's that uh, Christian singer Mark Fox's character. Lil, Lil Marky is a baby, sometimes a toddler. Sometimes he's just a fetus being aborted. That track uh, was Diary of an Unborn Baby. I kind of gave the ending away. Not since Anne Frank did a diary ever end so depressingly. Sign up for the Sideshow right now. Membership's very inexpensive, only $6.99 a month, even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. Check it out, superfreaksideshow.com. Other ways to support the program, we've got a Patreon account. Patreon.com slash view. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. If you pledge $5, you gain access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. I'm always like a month or two behind on regular voicemails, so you can skip to the head of the line there. Uh, and there are other perks. I do a personal podcast very infrequently. Uh, you get access to those. I think I've done like three or four over the years. Uh, I should do another one real soon. Uh, if you pledge like $20, which I know is a lot, but occasionally I will uh, send out physical goodies, and DV merchandise and stuff. Uh, very cool. So check it out. Uh, Patreon.com slash distorted view. All right. Three very quick stories now. First up, Introducing the world's first pant 
to deliver the appearance of authentic urinary incontinence without the commonly experienced discomfort. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you wet pants denim. Yes, the newest fashion trend, at least according to one company, is looking like you pissed yourself. You may remember a while ago, there was a, a TikTok trend of people pissing themselves. It was the pee your pants challenge. Now you can get the look without experiencing the wetness. Quote, celebrities, influencers, and everyday individuals alike are feigning incontinence in the search of that wet pants look, the company says. It seems that the latest denim trend is manufactured by a company based out of New York that's come up with the idea of jeans that make the person who wears it looking like they've had a urinary accident. Quote, here at Wet Pants Denim, we're delivering an identical style without the need to feel uncomfortable. Our jeans are individually procured for each order and hand-dyed, ensuring that every pair is one of a kind. We also make hats. The hats look like they're pissed on. The store is serious. They sell pants with a wet look. They say, quote, there are two key issues with the traditional urinary incontinence aesthetic. Wearing the wet pants is uncomfortable. And two, when the wet mark dries or the garment is washed, the stain is almost always gone for good. And you got to pee yourself again. You just have to pee over and over and over if you want to keep the wet pant look. Oh, there's just so much upkeep involved. Uh, there's even an Instagram page, of course, and a website where you can buy the jeans with that wet look. All right, I got to go to this website and check it out for myself. Wetpantsdenim.com. Their tagline is wet look, dry feel. Now, their order their order page is a little basic, which is suspect. However, they accept PayPal, and uh, so they've got to be kind of legit. Otherwise, they'd get a lot of requests for, like, a lot of disputes. Like, I didn't get my piss jeans. Is this a scam? You have to complete several steps here. So you pick the style of pants you want. They're all $75. You can get like a traditional blue jean or a, a gray jean. There's even a white uh, jean. with, and, then, and the stain there is like very yellow. Yellow piss. Uh, orders will not be fulfilled until payment is complete. So you, uh, you, you can also pay with something called piss coin, which is wet denim's very own cryptocurrency. In addition to the color, you can choose slim, skinny, standard, or boot-cut jeans. Wow, there are quite a few options. Ever since I uttered the word piss coin, i uh, got to be honest with you, I'm more interested in that than the jeans. Piss coin is a radical form of digital currency. Piss, piss coin by wet pants denim is the world's first cryptocurrency developed for the sole purpose of facilitating the purchase of jeans designed to simulate the look of authentic urinary incontinence. So it's a cryptocurrency only good for the purpose of uh, piss-soaked-looking jeans. Wow. And we thought 2020 was a bizarre year. The pandemic's over and just things are getting even more strange. Second story we have for you today. Oh, this one just happens to come from our most fucked-up state. Say it with me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Praise Jesus. Give me a hallelujah. Hallelujah. Dad, I hold my flower now. This almost fucked up state. Shepherd, hear me now. It's almost fucked up state. Praise be to the Lord. Yeah, speaking of incontinence, it's like this story has to do with a couple of old people. A fight over a TV remote ended with one man stabbing another inside of an apartment in Titusville, Florida. 
Oh, I'm sorry. I'm looking at this guy's mugshot, and uh, he looks super old, but he's only 54. He lived a hard 54 years. Uh, yes, police arrested Christopher Glenn, 54, on Monday. Investigators were called to an apartment at 2205 Knox McRae Road for reports of a stabbing. They found the victim outside the apartment with stab wounds to his left arm and leg. Officers offered first aid before taking the man to meet medical personnel. Investigators described his wounds as non-life-threatening. Longtime listeners of the show, aren't you getting some real Peter and Raymond vibes to this story? Two old guys fighting over the remote control. It ends in physical violence. For those of you that don't know, Peter and Raymond used to be roommates and they lived in an apartment. They were old men. They hated each other. And they would scream so loud, the people next door could hear. They So they started recording Peter and Raymond fighting. Now, I've got a track here just to give you a little uh, example. Because I think I really think this is kind of what happened in Florida. The track is even. The television is talking. So they're either watching TV or fighting over TV here. Would you mind shutting your fucking mouth? You tell me that you got to kill Would you mind shutting your mouth, you stupid son of a bitch? You're the one that's... Nobody else. Hey, listen, you cocksucker. Shut your fucking mouth. I'll shut my mouth. Shut your fucking mouth, you goddamn piece of shit. Good. Shut your fucking mouth. Shut up, you cocksucker. You ain't a human being. You're a fucking dope. Shut your fucking mouth. And keep it shut. Yeah, a lot of the fighting is kind of like that. Like, shut your mouth. Shut your fucking mouth. You're a cocksucker. You're a queer. You cocksucker. Shut your mouth. Right. Just just that over and over and over. Here's another fight. I think they talk a little bit about uh, wanting to kill one another. Wow, now. I will kill you. I really will. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's the way I am. I, mean, I can't change the way I feel, but I will kill you. I do not walk away. You may, you may win this time, yeah, okay. But believe me, someday I will kill you. All right, that is a promise and a threat. Last little short clip here is, I think they're fighting over toenail clippings. <laughs> Shut up, little man! Shut up, little man! Shut up, little man! I didn't see you trying to cut your toenails. I don't want to see you cut your toenails, so why would I worry about it? That was a house full of love. Back to our modern day Peter and Raymond. Officer said Glenn was still inside the home when they arrived. They made contact with him through a landline. (laughs) And he advised officers that he was unable to walk out of the apartment due to a disability. Officers went, yeah, even though you're disabled, you had no problem wielding that sword. Officers went into the apartment and they said they found Glenn sitting on a couch with a sword in a wooden scabbard next to him. Those of you that don't know, a scabbard is like the the sheath for the sword. Glenn was cuffed and read his Miranda rights, but investigators said he then confessed to the stabbing. I mean, I don't think he cared at that point. I mean, he was caught with the sword in his hand. He stated that if uh, he had better aim, he would have gutted the victim. Definitely sounds like Peter and Raymond. I will kill you. Police said they spoke with the victim at the hospital. The man stated that he and Glenn had been drinking inside the apartment. Victim said they got into an argument over Glenn hogging the TV remote. 
which records show ultimately led to the stabbing. Glenn faces a charge of aggravated battery with a deadly weapon. That's what's happening in Florida. And finally today, freaks, a woman got her finger stuck in the toilet. The whole ordeal was shared on TikTok by her dear friend, Kaya. So naturally, that means this is now news. It all began when she went to flush the toilet in the public bathroom. The woman followed the instructions written above the flusher. I'm, I have to assume she was vacationing in a, um, a foreign land where toilets work different. Typically, you don't need to read the instructions to use a toilet uh, if it's a standard model. All right. So uh, the woman followed the instructions written above the flusher and pressed the buttons together. Her finger somehow got wedged up tightly in the mechanism. So it wasn't like she got her hand stuck in the toilet bowl. She got her finger stuck in the flusher. Pictures shared on social media show members of the staff and other people bending over to have a closer look at the situation. Soon, the toilet became crammed with people who tried their best to help the woman's finger out of the flusher. Her friend Kaya or Kaya documented the entire episode and shared the video on TikTok with the caption, I am crying. All the staff had to help her. When users asked uh, how her friend managed to get her fingers inside the flusher, she explained that her long fingernails were the reason. See, you women with those huge ass long fingernails. This is what happens along with I, I don't know how you could wipe your ass without getting shit caught up underneath those long talons. You can't do basic things like flushing a fucking toilet. Yeah, her fingernails got caught, I guess, in the mechanism. The woman was freed after a lot of pulling and pushing. I found the TikTok video, but uh, there was no sound, so we couldn't hear her screams for help. Kaya did not document the moment her friend was finally freed from the toilet trap, but she has since assured on TikTok that uh, the woman is all good. It's unclear whether her nails survived the situation. It's funny, uh, the news article that I was reading must have been a little too short. They, I see this all the time. These stories end, and I don't know, they, they must have like a word count they got a hit or something. So they try to relate this to a previous news story like, oh, this is similar to something that happened back in 2018. A good one for this particular news story would be like, okay, we got this woman got her finger stuck in uh, part of a toilet. This, you know, back in 2018, a woman got her foot stuck in the toilet. Like, that would make sense. Bring up that old story that's like loosely related. Toilets, things getting stuck in there or whatever. Uh, that's not what happened, though. This news story pretty much ends. You know, the woman was freed after pulling and pushing. That part was not documented by her friend. And then it says, back in 2019... A Chinese woman's monumental laugh while traveling on a train turned out to be disastrous by the time she stopped. The woman's laugh was so powerful, it dislocated her jaw and left her mouth open. Pictures of the woman with her mouth wide open, as doctors tend to her, went viral on social media. Like, uh, okay, what the fuck does that have to do with anything? Not even remotely related to what was happening in this new story dislocated jaw from laughing all right there you go that my friends is your distorted news for wednesday let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here 
Love to hear from you freaks, and there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook.com slash distortedview show. Don't forget we've got a Discord where all the freaks are hanging out. There's a link on the main navigation bar over there at uh, distortedview.com. All right, uh, we got some freaks checking in here. First up, some patrons. Hey, Tim Haley's comment calling up hey, just hey. to express my admiration and attitude and salute you for the abject suffering you put yourself through for our entertainment. In the space of a couple of days, you presented us with the fruits of your labors of watching a movie that may be bad enough to top some of Mystery Science 3000. Yes, 2025, the virus that overtook Manhattan, whatever the fuck it was called. Common fodder. And then the very next day, you present us with fresh little Marky content. It's been a busy couple of days. It took a lot out of me. I grew up. I need a vacation. In a conservative Christian household. So I know how painful that content can be. <laughs> it's very so draining. I just want to thank you for putting yourself through that misery for our uh, Both of them very funny and awful in different ways, right? Hey, Timmy Bo, uh, Unicorn Hamster again. Everyone's favorite Unicorn Hamster checking in. And the last time I called, I was talking about, well, you know, when you were talking about the beginning of the show, just earlier this week, you were saying that you couldn't believe how many motherfuckers are out, like, out and about swapping and spreading their germs and everything, and fuck this, you know, everybody wants to get laid again then. Yeah. That's why I knew that Time I could... for a hot, sexy, stinky summer. Always get you to talk. Talk, talk, talk. I knew once I'd bring up that summer of 1990, the summer that I would listen to the my neighbor next door. Goddamn, she was fucking loud, and I was young, and I was like, oh, goddamn, that's what it sounds like when a woman is being pleasured. This is dope. I cannot wait till I can experience that. And Isn't I, that a lot of pressure on you, though? Like, when you started having sex, you're like, well, how come the woman doesn't sound like the woman I heard getting banged? I rubbed one off, and that was dope. And uh, that summer, I I kept checking fucking Coke cans, seeing if they had money in them. So that's Oh, pretty- yeah, I think yesterday I went on an extended uh, soda rant. <laughs> you know, I, not even a rant. I just uh, reminiscing about some of my favorite cans from that era. It'd be cool find that you have that coke and dope. yes i own uh, uh, just to let clue everyone in i guess uh in some year it was 90 91 92 something like that uh coca-cola had a promotion where uh some cans would have money inside of it you'd crack open the can and then this spring-loaded thing would come up out of the hole and it would have some money they were called magic cans they're hard to find i have one in my collection pretty like I don't know anybody that has that or would have that, so yeah, that's very a specific. cool collection you have there. Uh, i got to find that. Upload money a fucking picture out of, it. of it. I'm curious if you find it. Right. Yeah, I'll, I'll look for it. It's down in the basement somewhere. Hey, Tim. Edsworth Crash here. You called me asking what was up with the uh, prime shipping. Yeah, uh, I don't remember if this was on Monday or Tuesday's show. Uh, prime, uh, Amazon's really slipping with their... Uh, shipping and delivery, right? It used to be two-day shipping. And now you go, you look at all these products, and even though it's it's a prime item, it still takes three to five days to get there. Like, what the fuck? What are we paying all this money for? The two-day thing? Tell you what it is. The warehouse. They're understaffed. Uh, 
can't get people into work. That probably explains why there are some people who've said, I haven't experienced that. It's still two days for me. It must be like if you if the warehouse near where you live is short staffed, things are gonna get things are gonna get backed up. Uh, yeah. I'm sure you can imagine. That's gotta change relatively soon, right? Because uh the whole like pandemic money you're getting for people that aren't working, that ends soon, right? In in September or something like that. And then everyone's gonna want to go back to work because they need money. Maybe that will alleviate some of the issues. It's just weird because Prime Day or Prime Week, whatever Amazon calls it, where they have their deals, that's coming up soon. And it's like, is it really a smart idea to be doing that right now when y'all are short-staffed and it's taken a long time to get products shipped? Prime Days kind of suck anyway. At least as, as far as I can tell, it's like a lot of their, it's a lot of Amazon stuff. It's like, oh, great, Echoes are on sale. Or whatever the fuck else Amazon owns. What do they own? Like ring doorbells or something? Like, oh, they're on sale. It's all Amazon shit. Hey, spiral hand fucker. I hope everyone's doing well. I haven't said that, so now that that's out of the way. Have you seen the people's court lately? It's weird with the whole Zoom thing. Yeah. You know what? I actually thought uh, the people's court did a really good job with how they're they're filming the show. Like, everyone, like, the, the plaintiff and the defendant are on uh, screens. And then the judge is also on a screen, but they have it kind of blended in well. They've been doing that for a, for a while, ever since the, the pandemic started. Because the whole idea of court is like you're intimidated being in the courtroom. No, nah, no. Nah. Judge Million is so good. She doesn't need to see you in person. So She'll grill you and fillet you like a fish. It's just not the same. I'm sorry. Grill you like a hamburger. I don't know what the saying Everyone's is. Everyone's at home. You know, you never feel like you're going to get taken to jail because you're in your living room. Well, you know, I got news for you. That's how a lot of court, like real court is working. There's a lot of Zoom hearings. It's hard to, like, maintain order. Not just TV there court. Is, I was watching this black couple. Hey, now, let's not get racial. And this dude had all, like, gold teeth. And at the end, she's like, I'm pregnant. And she stands up and he starts laughing. You ain't pregnant. You fat. You fat. Your mama's fat. Your mama's fat. I, I order, order. Fucking hilarious. I did not see that episode. <laughs> Catch that on reruns. Uh, let's do one more and uh, call it a day. Hey, Brad. Cactus Cactus. This is Edge Lord Trash here. Uh, just listening to your latest episode of the Snowplow Show. And I got to tell you, I really love those, uh, what do you call them? The cross-line pranks. Yep. Uh, anyway... I think you're. Oh, I see what he's doing here. Probably my favorite podcast of all time. So keep up the good work, and uh, I'll keep listening. Bye bye. Right now, Brad is getting calls for his show on my voicemail line. I'm going to start charging him for that. All right, everyone, check out the Snowplow Show. Uh, that's where Brad does all his little cute pranks. They're not cute. They're mean spirited. They make people miserable. He's a monster. It's one of the many reasons you should check out the show. All right, that is all the time we have on this edition of the program. Why don't you guys email me? Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voice my line for you, 206-666-4463. That's 206-666. Oh, God, is it? Oh, God. When life throws its projectile vomit on me, I just roll with it. Write the distortion. STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to rate us and review us wherever you can criticize podcasts. I will see you back tomorrow if and only if you're Sideshow members. Otherwise, I'll be back to end the week with a Friday program. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody.
got first place in the duck call. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.